Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News Shooting up your butthole The Weekly Planet, The Weekly Planet Welcome back everybody to another episode of The Weekly Planet Official podcast of comicbookmovie.com Where we talk movies, comics, TV shows My name is James Olson, known as Mr. Sunday With me as always is my co-host, Nicholas Penis Mason. Sorry. What? <laughs> I don't know why I said that. It's very early. You literally just woke <laughs> I up. I did. I could not sleep. Why and not? I don't know. You troubled? No. Oh, the smoke detector is still driving me mad. Oh, that, we mentioned sa- that last saga, week, right? The saga continues. Uh-huh. Uh, they said that it is next door. They said they'd come around and fix it, but they they, they didn't. Did somebody come around and real? Did come, did somebody come around? Like, look at the front door, realize they didn't have a key, and then leave again. What? I have no idea. It, it's very possible. You know, it's one of those things where. You're very nice. You're like, listen, can you just look into that? And they're like, great, no problem. But then it gets to a point where you're like, do I, do I have to like be, I don't want to be a guy who's like, hey, you said you'd do it. You know what I mean? You know, but uh-huh. but there's, a, there's literally a beeping sound every 40 seconds coming through the wall. So mm. what do you do, Mason? Smash a window? You could, you could set up some sort of app on your phone that makes your own beep at 39 seconds. And then you'd be ready for the next That's one, That's true. Right? It'd be preemptive. Maybe I could get it to say, get ready. There's a beep. There's a beep. There's a beep coming, mate. <laughs> Steal yourself for it. You can do it. Be, be strong. Beep. And then you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Sweet relief. Uh, so, but speaking of being strong, Mason, oh. our uh, charity campaign's going very well. We've hit eight thousand dollars. Wow, which is like fantastic, that. just like that. Mm-hmm. And I haven't any, even done a YouTube video. I'm supposed to have done one, but I, I haven't <laughs> done it yet. But I will. You've been asleep. It's fine. I've been mostly asleep. And we say we've made it to eight thousand. The listeners, the weekly wackadoos, we've have all, made it to we collectively, all of us. Oh yes. <laughs> but uh, so we forgot to mention last week as well. There's prices. Yeah. Uh, we've got. For, at, at minimum, we've got five 360 cameras to give away. That's right. And they're really amazing quality 360 cameras. So that that's part of it. So if you donate any money, that's yeah. there's a chance to, that you'll get one of those. Tape it to your bicycle helmets. Please do. Cycle about. Cycle about. Make your own Google Maps. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> that's what I think. Make your money back. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> but uh, a lot of people ask stuff like, oh, you know, can, you, can they donate to a different cause? We're just going to keep it to this because it's just it's just simpler. It worked last time. Yeah, it's just easier to keep track of everybody, and and so we're not emailing emailing people individually. You could just throw in a buck if if you want. You know what I mean? Like it, it can be it can be any amount. Also, I should mention it's Australian dollars, so it's less than oh so yeah. Depending on where you're from, it's a buck's more like seventy cents or whatever. So put in two bucks, which is a dollar forty. 
depending what your exchange rate is. Anyway, I'll link it below. Mason, we got to talk about Jurassic World 2. Do we got to talk about you it? You insisted. I can't actually. I insisted before the <laughs> I show. I don't know why. I, I ambushed you here. You were like, should we talk about Jurassic World 2? We don't need to. And I'm like, no, we definitely should. <laughs> And I threw you under the bus. It felt great. I'm going to do that all the time <laughs> Just now. Insist. Yeah. Okay, so the big news that you wanted to mention was BD Wong is back. He's back, baby. He's, he was a great part of one of my favorite Now, in the first of... one, he was just some guy. He was was some... he in the first one? Well, yeah, he's in it. No, he's, he's significant in it. He's one no, of the I mean, chief the, geneticists. In, he, he's not in Jurassic Park, though. No, he is. Is he? He's in okay. the first Jurassic Park and he's in Jurassic World. But in Jurassic World, he's gone mad. He's gone mad. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Which was a fun twist. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he's a great actor. I remember it being a fun twist, but then I'm like, what if he wasn't in the first one? And I just imagine <laughs> that as a fun twist. But no, you're right. He was in the first one, just some guy. In the second one, he's mad. I hope, I'm hoping for full on Fourth super. One. Full on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping for this one, just full on super villain. Well, we just read the synopsis ish, sort of. Yeah. They're saying it's not, about, it's not about theme parks. Yep. It's not about chase, dinosaurs chasing people on an island. It's about corporatization of, of dinosaurs Saws and and the new and experimentation on their genetic yeah pl- platform or something. Does that mean we're going to get them in like Iraq and whatever, take, taking down like various groups, insurgents groups or something? I hope so. Is that what we're going to be getting? Well, did, wasn't there? There was initially a plan for Jurassic Park Four that was going to be similar, which was going to be yeah, it was human hybrid, human dinosaur yeah. hybrids, and they're holding guns and stuff. There's a whole lot of concept so maybe we'll get that, yeah. but I don't think people want that. No, I definitely I think don't. this. What they've proposed here is going to slowly be dismantled and then replaced with, hey, we're on Jurassic World again. Like back on the... Back on the island. island. I think it's just going to happen again. I'd love to see it evolve into Planet of the Apes, but yeah. with dinosaurs. And not necessarily, not them getting intelligent, but just they're everywhere. And we just have oh, to sure. live our life around them. And then... So you're on your way to the supermarket and there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a bloody big brontosaurus, mate. And you have to <laughs> slide, slide down, down his, down his legs. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Your toilet's a pelican. So, so when so the the Planet of the Ape, the the current Planet of the Apes movies are eventually going to evolve into the original Planet of the Apes movie. Yes, you're hoping the Jurassic World movies will eventually just evolve into the Flintstones cartoon. <laughs> Correct, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. the dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So also, there's one more bit of casting. Uh, James Crom- Cromwell is mm-hmm. is in it as you Babe re- Pig in the City. Yes, and Babe original Reg- Babe. original recipe Babe. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, he's um you know him. Mm-hmm. And he's also in Spider-Man 3. He's also in Star Trek 8. Yeah, he's the, contact. the dude who invented... Zephram Cochrane. That's right. Mm-hmm. He invented light speed travel or whatever it is. Well, it's not warp called travel. Warp travel. Sorry, I shouldn't say that, should I? I I'm acting like... I'm acting like, you, obviously, it's this, there was a moment of genuine panic where I'm like, can I pull his name? Can I pull the character <laughs> name? Because I acted super confident and then I'm like, oh, no. That was the first Star Trek movie I saw, I remember, as a kid. Oh. I remember I saw it at Foxtel when we were staying at, a, at some kind of place for the summer i can't remember foxdale's like our what is it it's like cable tv it's real shit now don't get it but um and real expensive but uh i remember thinking oh man we say that now unless at some point we get sponsored by foxdale in which case we're editing this out i've had four friends work for foxdale who got made redundant because they're they're downgrading so watch james pay (laughs) what's james sell out his four friends when we get a foxdale sponsorship (laughs) Yeah. What are we talking about? James Cromwell. Also, they're holding Pop- they're holding Game of Thrones hostage in Australia. I was that's the thing that I was going to say because in Australia you can't buy it on iTunes until nah. it's out. Oh, it's like like a way way later yeah, until the yeah. season's out. Yeah. Yeah. But even if they were like it's ten bucks an episode, I'd be like fine, fine exactly. Pay, but I'm not paying eighty bucks a month and having a box in my house I'll never use to watch seven episodes of a season a year, which is what that's gone down to. Anyway. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, Star Trek Eight First Contact is also the only Star Trek property where somebody says the word Star Trek. 
Oh, really? James Cromwell says, what is this, some kind of Star Trek? No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. Look it up. That's considered one of the best ones as well. Yeah, it's an even-numbered one, so it's a good one. Yeah, I remember enjoying it. It's, it's definitely more Action Man Kirk than... Because, you know, there's that big disparity between the TV show version yep. of Kirk and, and, the, and the movie version. You're thinking of Star Trek Generations. No, but he's also, like, he snaps a, that alien's neck at the end. I remember, Picard, you think it's yeah, Picard? Yeah, oh, what did I say, Kirk? Said Kirk. Oh, sorry, I meant Picard. Yeah, I know, I'm not good at this. Man, you're making, you're making Star Trek mistakes <laughs> left and right. Didn't know the name Zephram Cochran. I'm just going to check that it's correct. <laughs> I said light speed instead of warp oh drive. Oh, God. You know, actually, I saw Generations on Netflix the other day, and I went, i got to just watch through that. You don't, It's though. like seven seasons. Or, it's good, though, isn't oh, it? Oh, Next Generation. Yeah. Okay. No? Uh, no, you should. People say it's not necessarily the best one. Yeah. I think, do people like, um, which one do they like? Which Look, I'm probably like? a bigger fan of Deep Space Nine. Yeah, I think that's the one the diehard fans like you, yeah. who know what Zephyr and Cochrane prefer. Zephyr and Cochrane's first result if you type in Zephyr. <laughs> Why would there be another one? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, what I would probably do, I think I might, I might have recommended this on the show before, find yourself a, a reading order yeah. that cuts out some of the, yeah, absolutely. the, the inessential elements. Yeah. Mm. There's it. a war with the Borg. You should probably check out yeah, that. Yeah, that's really good. There's some significant characters dying. So skip all their character development up until that point and then yep, just watch yep. the episode where they die. Riker. What about the Riker has a clone episode? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good yep. one I hear. Tom Riker. Thomas Riker. What about the one where Moriarty gets out of the holodeck or something? Or he thinks he does. Remember that Moriarty's one? holodeck rampage. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Moriarty's Christmas holodeck rampage. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great one. Cool. All right, we've got to move on. Okay. Uh, Batman negotiations with Matt Reeves have reportedly broken, broken down. D- I was going to... I didn't know that, but I guess broken down. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, you know, that's... Look, it's, it was only a week, you know what uh-huh. I mean? And it, depending if this is true, obviously. Yeah. Like, it's that this isn't losing a director. This is like a... You know, this is something not coming through. I like to think it says broken down. I'm sure it was just like... Oh, not for me, thanks anyway. But I like to imagine Matt Reeves just kicking a desk out of a third-story window. <laughs> like, we just see the Warner Brothers offices. It's all glass. It's beautiful glass skyscraper. And just <laughs> Hits the water tower on the way yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, they say that talks, though, could re- possibly resume when heads cool. So Ooh, maybe there oh, was a desk out the window that's right. situation. The Animaniacs got a thump on the side of their water tower. <laughs> Boy, They're finally they. free again. <laughs> yeah, so... I, I, I don't know. I think by the sounds of it, it seems like Warner Brothers are really pushing to make this happen. And maybe yeah. maybe the case is in doing so, you're driving directors away because they're like, we need this in two years. And they're yeah. like, it's not really We need it in two weeks now. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. I think maybe they should make a bit of breathing space. Maybe just add another year to the to the time frame, you know what I mean? But I guess they're like, we got to get our Batman put movies something out. out. Yeah. But there's still, there's still a bunch of stuff on the way other than Batman. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Lean on some other characters. Mm. Yeah. Maybe this is, maybe it's time for Return of the... Jedi. Yeah, bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> Remastered. Have you got that on the list? Of? Uh, Muse? Return of the Jedi. No, people have been telling me on Twitter that apparently in the, I think it's the Spanish translation of episode oh, sure. 8. I've got some, a block of Star Wars news, so okay. I thought we could... We'll go, we'll go with yeah, that we'll in a second. It, yeah. Um... I was going to say maybe it's time for return of like the movie serial, right? Like because people they can't get out, they can't get out a, a two-hour movie in the next two years or whatever. Yeah. Maybe you could bring out ten minutes. Yeah, film <laughs> ten minutes post-production. Yeah. Put all the Throw special the effects in. Bloody... Put it out, and then yeah. we can watch a little bit of the Batman. Yeah, your microphone's doing a bit of a pop and pop oh, the do. There we do go. Do how about that? Yeah, I think that's better. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There we go. That should be right. Yeah, and I don't disagree. I, I, I think they mentioned that. 
a few years back that one of the rumours was that they were going to have DC short films before films. DC shorts with a Z. Yeah, I think that'd be great, don't you think? Like, yeah. just be like, hey, this is a character that we're thinking about doing. Here's a little booster gold five-minute adventure before before your Justice League movie or whatever. Yeah. I think that'd be super cool. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, there, there's a rumour coming from Collider that uh, Ben Affleck wants out of playing the Batman. <laughs> yep. Look, I, I, again, it's a rumour, but I'm not surprised if this turns out to be true. You know what maybe the solution is? DC, Warner Brothers, lock down these rumours. Yeah, maybe. Find out how these are coming out and stop. Like, that's... Presumably at Marvel, there's also people going, oh, you know what, I don't want to be this character anymore. I don't want to yeah. direct this. I don't want to, you know... I don't like this script or what have you. But for whatever reason, those leaks are in check. Yeah, yeah. But in DC, apparently, it's just it's just open borders, man. I mean, if... Build this- a wall, that's what I say. <laughs> Build a wall around Warner Brothers. <laughs> Warner Brothers. <laughs> I mean, again, though, presuming this is this is true, but maybe that's something to do with his contract that they need to make it within a certain time frame, or he, or he walks, he can walk. I, oh. I did a video the other week on on him leaving as director, and um, one of the things I mentioned is that there was a, someone at Forbes mentioned that Army Hammer might be being courted to play Nightwing, yeah. and just swap him out, just make make a Dick Grayson become Batman. Interesting. Okay, just do like. So, so it wouldn't be a swap. It wouldn't be a Batman for Batman swap where they swap him out for Army Hammer and they don't say anything. No, they're like they're like, okay, he's the new Bruce Wayne now. Yeah, and they don't say anything. But it's he, he'll be Dick Grayson. He'll show up. Yeah, Batman will tie. He'll take over. Interesting. You, you get Ben Ben Affleck to do ten minutes of screen time or yeah. whatever, and then maybe in the future you get him to come back. You know when when cooler heads prevail, like yeah. the Matt Reeves situation. <laughs> yeah, when they get they clean up that desk. They've taped that window closed again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, because I, I just think maybe if he doesn't want to do it, maybe don't make him because it might not turn out very well. That's true. Is what I'm saying. A lot of people have also suggested some sort of timeline reboot. Do it in do a DC style within the continuity of the yeah, film. A flashpoint. Flashpoint. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that strange though that he's the only one that would be recast then? Would yeah, it would. I don't know. And also, it'd be weird to before the Flash has really had a has been given any real screen time, just to be like. Oh, by the way, you can alter reality. You can go back in time with his powers and alter the universe. That would be like putting Death of Superman in the, the first one. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm, yeah. What was I thinking? <laughs> uh, so anyway, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Look, I think a lot of this though hinges on how good Wonder Woman and Justice League are. If they're good, none of this is going to matter. That's you true. know what I mean? Like everything will be fine. What happens if they're bad? Oh, then. <laughs> We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. We'll burn that bridge. We'll (laughs) we'll kick that desk out of a window when we come to it. (laughs) Star Wars news, Mason. Oh, yeah. We get our first look at Ray... Ray... I was going to say Pin and Foe. Ray... (laughs) That's their couple name, Pin and Foe. (laughs) Yeah. Pin and Foe. uh, Finn and Poe. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. They look the same. same. They look Ray's the same. Ray's hair slightly different. Yeah. She's got a lightsaber. She's, pull, she's pulled it back, or it's longer. I don't know. It, people's calling it a mullet. It's not a mullet, because a mullet... Is short, short on the, on the top. Look at a picture for, of Billy Ray Cyrus from the early 90s. Just stare at it. Yeah. Just drink in his beautiful eyes. Put it in your wallet. Throw out the photo of your kids. Put in the Billy, <laughs> Billy Ray, Ray Cyrus. Cyrus. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, look, it doesn't... It, they look exactly it as... It brings nothing new to the table. No. Nobody's got some sort of incredible facial scarring or nah. glowing red eyes to suggest anything has changed in any way. That's so. right. Which is weird because Finn got slashed through the spine. That's true, he did. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he's up and about. There's also story rumours about what he's going to be up to, but I'm Were not you hoping neck him. brace maybe in this thing? I, I just think there should be something. No, maybe not a neck brace, but I think there should be some kind of mechanical kind yeah, of totally, spine yeah. or, uh-huh. or something like that. But, yeah. you know, Or not, or he's just fine. because he, he, <laughs> He's put in him a back in a, to tank yeah, probably. Yeah, Luke Skywalker got... 
swiped across the face. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have a face brace, did he? No. Yeah. That's Star Wars for you, baby. Uh, also, you mentioned uh, The Last Jedi is plural. Apparently. Apparently. Big spoilers, apparently. Well, not really. No, well, there's two. Because yeah. if Ray's going to be a Jedi two. and Luke's Luke a Jedi, then yeah, yeah, there's that's two. Fine, yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the idea being that in in English, Jedi, the made-up word Jedi, can refer to... It's, it's like sheep. Yeah. It can be Jedi singular or Jedi plural. Correct. But apparently in the Spanish... Uh, uh, translation and a few others as well. It can be there's a there's a different one for singular and there's a different one for yeah. plural. And in this case, the translation episode eight, the Last Jedi, is plural, meaning that there's more than one. How exciting! So in the so we initially thought, well, the Last Jedi is either Ray or Luke Skywalker. In this case, it's both. Yeah, or well, or more. That's or less. Or less because it can be any number. Mm-hmm. The fate of Jar Jar Binks has also been revealed. Did you see that? No. So there's an, a Star Wars aftermath. Uh, book series that's that's been running. It's it's the new Timothy Zahn trilogy oh. because you know they they've rebooted the canon. So this mm. is like the just after Return of the Jedi, okay, sure, kind of thing. Though a lot of the main players aren't in it that much. Like it's mostly it's a big focus on new characters. I would just, I'd say that's the mandate now. Yeah, because they don't want to have to scrub everything in a couple of years again. <laughs> yeah, right. So they're like, don't if they're in the if they're in the movie, just don't mention them. Try and yeah, say yeah. they're off world or say they're doing some other adventure. I think it's also because they. They're really keeping quiet on that time period because we don't know exactly what happened. There's a few yeah. books that are set there. There was a there's a Princess Leia politics book called Bloodlines or Bloodline. I can't remember which is quite good. Which is like six years before. Okay. Uh, six years before Return of the, not Return of the the, the Force Awakens. Uh-huh. There's a there's a few other hints in, and the, at that point Kylo Ren is still training with Luke. Oh. And that and it comes comes out the Darth Vader is Princess Leia's father, and they're like politics. Nobody knew. Everyone's like. Politics have gone mad, uh-huh. mad. But uh, yeah, anyway, scandal. Yeah, that's right. Fake news. <laughs> so I think they're saving that time period until eight comes out. Then they're going to be like, okay, so Luke Skywalker was here, Han Solo did this, Princess yep. Leia was doing whatever. So you know what I mean. Anyway, the, in the latest book, Aftermath, uh, there's an excerpt that deals with what happened to Jar Jar Binks. Would you like me to read it? Yes. It's fifteen pa- paragraphs long. That's no, one. Yes. Okay, a refugee boy named Mapo enters a Gungan. Uh, sorry, encounters a Gungan performing for kids on the street, clowning around in a fountain twice a day whilst being studiously avoided by the grown-ups. Misa Jaja, not going to do the voice, says the clown uh, when uh, Mapo introduces himself. The clown distracts the orphan from his own sadness by popping his eyes and bulging his cheeks, but he is hiding a sadness of his own. Jaja making some uh-oh mistakens. <laughs> the, the Gungans. No, no, continue. The, the Gungan says, explaining, uh, he isn't wanted anywhere either. Disa, his, and Naboo think, think I help the Uh Oh Empire. He stares into the distance, suggesting he knows more than he's say, saying. Basically, he's been reduced to a street performing clown because he helped the Empire rise to power. So he lives a sad existence where he's not acknowledged by his own people or the people of Naboo. You know what? His fate's too bloody good for him. <laughs> Should be worse. Do you think that, that? Do you think this is like we're done with Jar Jar Binks? Like it's finished. Do you uh-huh. need to do this fight, like kicking? Does like, it say specifically that his name is Jar? Yes, Jar he Binks says Misa Jar Jar. Jar. Okay, so right. presumably, yeah. I don't know. I don't think you even have to. Yeah, I don't think you do. Who cares? Yeah. Uh-huh. So he just fall. He just sinks into depression. Like that's that's that his makes ultimate sense. fate. Wow. Yeah. So great. I guess I just don't. There's, there's no grim suicide scene after that. <laughs> well, there might be. But. Mm. But I guess so. It does make sense because it would be on public record that he gave executive powers to 
Yes, it would. To the, to the emperor, so... But it'd also be on everybody who's voted him as a senator. That's also true, yeah. I guess. So I would blame everybody else on Naboo. Yeah, mm. but... No, well, he, he was he was stepping in for Queen Amidala because she was off. Oh, I see, right. Oh, he was an unelected official. Yeah, interesting. But he, he, but also he proposed it, but everybody else had to agree. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's not a hundred percent his fault. But you know what? It's amazing if 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 he if people think he's ultimately responsible for the empire, he should be dead. Somebody, Somebody would have killed, killed him. He would have answered to a, for war crimes and a bunch yeah. of stuff. They would have looked into it. Unless he's that secret Sith Lord yeah, still. Uh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what a what a great ending to a character that we shouldn't even be talking about. Correct. <laughs> yeah. That'll be gone in the next edition of that, I'm fairly certain. Uh, you never know, Mason. Mm-hmm. We got some Black Panther and Thor concept art. Yes, we did. What did you think of Looks either of those? Great. You have to pick one that you like the best. Thor. Yeah, it looks pretty good, doesn't it? Looks pretty it? good. Yeah, we yeah. had we had uh, we've got some some sort of golden ships floating through the air. Yep, like yep. Sailless sailboats. Sailboats. Yeah, sailless sailboats. What, what do you call a Viking ship? Just a Viking ship, I think. I think nice. that's the official word. Great, isn't it? Yeah. Good. We got a Thor and Hulk battling it out in an yeah, arena. Mm-hmm. Ah, we had what is apparently Kate Blanchett as Hela. Yeah. Is that true? I didn't I think, know that. Yeah, it's true, yeah. On Earth, it would seem. Yeah. Uh, which is exciting. And a lot of the stuff from um, Black Panthers, like the Wakandan City and stuff like that, looks cool. Mm. Yeah, like, I'm, in- I'm interested to see how they I'm giving it a Googs, mate. Give- I'm, I'm, I'm giving it a Googs, the, the name of a Viking ship. That was That's an expression that I coined before the show. We've, decided, it a we've decided to make it... <laughs> To make it happen, to put it out there. So you at home can give it a googs too. <laughs> give it a good old googs, mate. Just as Viking ships. Great. Long ships. Long ships, okay. Nah, K-N-A-R-R. Nah is the Norse term for ships that were built for Atlantic voyages. Nah. The nah. Nah. Great. Mm-hmm. Good work. Yeah. Anyway, it looks good. It's coming along. We'll probably get a trailer for Thor soon-ish. Yeah. But that being said, also, the, uh, there's, a, there's a Black Panther concept piece of concept art. There's some of him sort of at a some sort of African temple. Yeah, yeah. really, really good. Yeah. And there's also one of him. Oh, it's not of him. It's it's clearly Wakanda and it's sort of traditional uh, Wakandan homes. And then right next door is this super advanced city. Right. So it's pretty yeah. good. I like, I like yeah, the yeah. look of that. It's real nice. It's a fun time. Yeah. I mean, it's no nah. Sure, certainly. No, mm. I, I can't argue with that. Samuel Jackson says, also said that uh, he's going to be showing... Oh, what's he said now? ...some future Marvel movies. Uh, he's going to be in um, Captain Marvel. But he said, uh, so you're doing a Black Panther movie and the only black character in the Marvel Universe is not showing up. And they were like, Fury is not in Wakanda. And he said... How can he not know the uh, the other black superhero on the planet? How the hell how the hell does that work? <laughs> well, Samuel L. Jackson, not all black people know each other. All right. What way to tell Samuel L. Jackson? Good work. Also, there's War Machine though. That's true. So anyway, but I, why to not know every black person, Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> but also, it makes sense that he wouldn't be in it. Like, what? He's not. He's not tied to that. You know, to those people. I don't even know what. What's he Fury... wasn't. He didn't meet him in Civil War. What's Fury's status now? Anyway, I don't exactly. Even know. Yeah. Who the knows? last. The last in. I guess technically the last incontinuity appearance of him was Age of Ultron, right? Was yeah, he? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Was he in something after that? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, it, maybe he was in Agents of Shield or something. Doesn't but... count though. Oh yeah, because they're not. They're not really connected. Sort of. Yeah. What's well, mostly. The agents turning up after Thor, the Dark yeah. Lord, and being well, like, "What happened here?" Well, isn't the idea that agents, agents of Shield is supposed to work? The movies are supposed to work without 
Yes, yes that's it, yeah. So Coulson's still technically dead in the movies, even yeah. though he's been alive for like five years. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Also, uh, there's been reports of a live-action Submariner something in the works. We don't know right. whether it's a TV show or whatever. So I guess they got the rights back from... I think Universal had them or something. Yeah, right. So, do you think that's? Do you think they're getting their own Fishman out there now? Sings as wouldn't that be fun if DC. they got it out? I think. I think Aquaman is the one DC movie which I think, which I'm not worried about at all. I yeah, think I think James Wan's doing it. Uh, that's all, true. You're right. It's all coming along yeah. swimmingly, oh. if I dare say. <laughs> oh, good work. Oh. I'm glad I wrote that down. Just so very I could good. Uh, I didn't. Just to be clear, that was top of the dome, mate. Very good. But uh, I don't know. Where would you like to see him turn up? Uh, movies definitely. Wings on feet or no wings on wings feet? on feet. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Good. And a and a fun little joke about how can he fly with those tiny little wings on his feet, <laughs> mates. Makes yeah, I'll be up for that. Uh, some people suggested that uh, Keanu Reeves would be a good submariner. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I could definitely I don't say think that. He's broad enough though. Yeah. Is he sinister enough face? Does he need a bit of a sinister face? He needs a bit of a sinister face. In maybe Zachary Quinto, can he bulk up? Yeah, you could. He's do got it. the eyebrows for it. Definitely sinister eyebrows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you could. Yeah, he'd be good actually. But yeah, we, he would definitely need a bulk up. We talked about uh, Keanu Reeves last week. Yes, we did. And a lot of people. Uh, Said because we mentioned a movie we hadn't seen called Man of Tai Chi. Everybody said that's a great film. Yeah, so we're we going to check, check it out. out. We're going to check it out, Mason. We'll mm. check it out. Uh, James Mangold. And somebody said, "Hey, Tai Chi isn't just an exercise form; it's a martial art." We know. We know. We know. Well, did we say that it wasn't, Mason? No, we didn't say it wasn't. There we go. Yeah, that's on. We us. said it was going to be very slow, though. <laughs> just a lot of posing in a park. <laughs> With a wind chime. With a wind chime. Uh, so the Wolverine, I'm oh, sorry, Logan's doing real well, apparently. Review-wise? Yeah, it's, it's doing super well. James Mangold, the director, says that he, he and Hugh Jackman will probably work together again, but not as Wolverine. But he is interested maybe in doing an X-23 solo movie off the back of this. Cool, man. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Does that mean that if he wants to work with Hugh Jackman, but he doesn't want to do another Wolverine, mm. does that mean Hugh Jackman's going to appear in X-23, like in... Flashback or in who knows voiceover or something Don't know. or not at all or not at all yeah or as himself <laughs> yeah, right. or as the boy from Oz <laughs> but um, yeah uh, I, I still don't think it's his last one I think mm-hmm. he'll come back but yeah uh, I mean I haven't seen Logan but by all accounts she's really great so yeah do an X twenty three movie can we should we do our Logan uh, should we do our Professor X impression oh an update to see I've, how I've we're been doing. I've been working You've on been mine. working on yours I, I, I've been I've been doing it on the assumption that it's a regular Professor X. But I think it should be sad. sad oh, okay, sure, we're ready. I'm ready. <clears throat> Logan, <laughs> pretty good, right? That's pretty good. Pretty good. Like he's been punched in the chest. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's about to say something, and then he's about he's about to yell to Logan across the hall at Xavier's school for gifted youngsters, and a little kid, one of the gifted youngsters, walks by too fast and hits him in the gut, <laughs> like accidentally taps him with a book. He's like, Logan. <laughs> That's very good. Thank you. All right, I'm going to have to think of something for next week, a right, different cool. scenario to bring it back. <laughs> That's great. Uh, what do we got? Uh, oh, Sophie Turner says there's a new X-Men movie filming this year. She played... She was Jean Grey? Jean Grey, yeah. There's uh-huh. rumours that it's the Dark Phoenix saga. Ooh. Again, because we, sort of, we sort of got that. <sighs> yeah. Do something else. Yeah, fair. I mean, but wouldn't you want to see a good version of that? Or do something else? <laughs> I don't think I would want to see... We've seen... I want to see a I want to see a more street level story from the X Men. I thought you were going to be like go to space or something, or go to space, do something else. Yeah, because it's it's been kind of the same thing, hasn't it, for a, for a while now. We got to kind of. I mean, in the last one, it, the last X Men three was just 
a whole bunch of stuff spinning around and a lot of fire. X-Men Apocalypse was just a whole bunch of stuff spinning oh, around. Oh, I, I didn't know which third movie you were referring oh, right, to, yeah. but, uh-huh. but both. Both of them. <laughs> okay, good. The third ones were both just a whole bunch of stuff spinning around and everybody caught up in a big yeah. telekinetic <laughs> whirl, and I'm sick of it, if I'm, if I'm honest with you. Are you sick of this, though? Lion King casting. James L. Jones is in there, apparently. He's back as Baby. Mufasa, mm-hmm. uh, and Donald Glover is going to be playing Simba. Now, what is this? What do you mean, what is this? What is this? I'll tell you what it is, okay. Mason. It's a live-action reimagining of the Lion King. When I say live action, I'm like, I'm, I'm presuming, presuming CGI animals. Yeah, photorealistic animals. Right. I still think though, you can't put enough expression on a regular animal. You're going to just cartoon it up just a little bit. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? They know what they're doing. Do they? No. I don't think the Jungle Book was a great movie. I think it looks great, as I've said before, but I, I think you could put more expression in the, in the animals if you're cartoonify him a little bit okay yeah mm. they got they got to bring bring back jeremy irons as scar right i mean you've yes. never seen the lion king have you no how have you, i still i don't get yeah, how you have not seen it just, i know i don't want to be that guy but like you you were alive and you were a child when that movie came out you i just stood, missed it i can't explain it unbelievable and you haven't seen aladdin no you haven't seen hercules no you haven't seen tarzan no you haven't seen treasure planet no I said I would, but I didn't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I betrayed you, and I betrayed all the listeners. We didn't put a t- we didn't put a time period. That's on true. It. I'll watch it eventually. Yeah, because get- when you said live action version, I'm just like just those actors with just sticky taped ears. <laughs> Don't know why I thought. I mean, obviously it's going to be live action, but with CGI animals. Yeah, but I'm just like. But there's no people in that story. Yeah, that's so true. So it's not really like maybe they'll film real places. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then again, the, like the Jungle Book isn't. None of that is on location. It's all in studio. Right, so okay. make of that what you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't you think that James L. Jones, Donald Glover, etc., could put enough emo- emotion into the performances that you don't need to cartoon up the faces? Yeah, potentially. But mm. I just think it adds something a little bit special, a little bit of that Disney magic. Look, I think they're gonna they're gonna do a hundred versions of the, mm. the the facial capture and the, no doubt, and the, yeah. and the design. So. They'll find something. They'll that works. figure it out. It'll still. They'll all still have dead eyes, though. Yes. What if they use James L. Jones and Donald Glover's actual eyes? Like pull them out of their head. Yeah. Well, that's obviously the way to go. I think so. Yeah. Now you were one of the people who said you weren't happy with the Darth Vader voice yes. from uh, a Rogue One. A spoiler mm-hmm. alert: uh, Force Awakens. That's what it's called, isn't it? Yes. Um, do you think James L. Jones maybe is losing his bloody? He's uh, losing his pipes. His timber. His golden pipes. Yeah. Is it timber? Voice. That's certainly a thing to do with voice, but yeah. I don't know what part of it it is. <laughs> okay, and, I, and I don't want to make an assumption because people will send me Wikipedia articles about what it isn't. Okay, good. But yeah, so do you, know, do you think, uh, so what do you think about that? Well, I have no, again, I have no attachment to uh, The Lion King, so it makes no difference to me whatsoever. It's T-I-M-B-R-E. Yes. Anyway, sorry, go The on. process of cutting down trees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Choppity chop. Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. So you don't care. Did you just give that a googs. Yeah, I did. You gave it a, a bit of a quick googs, mate. Nothing googs. wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends. But no, I, I, I guess so. But I, you know what? I think, I don't know. Did did Disney receive a feedback on the Darth Vader voice? I don't know. Did do people send in angry letters and emails and tweets? Oh, going, oh I don't care for this voice. Definitely, definitely. Because maybe if they've received. A million of those, they'll tweak his voice in the Lion King. Yeah. But if they don't, but he's actually been voicing Mufasa on a new Lion King TV series oh. called The Lion Guard. Huh. And he comes back as a ghost, and he's like, "Look after your family." That's, <laughs> that's my James L. Jones. It's pretty good. Give it a googs, mate. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I mean, I'll do mine. I'll do mine. Okay, <clears throat> Simba. <laughs> 
<laughs> Someone's punched him in the chest in Lion Heaven. Yeah, okay, exactly. good. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother... Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. 
I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying? When you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot. Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify, and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effects. Now, the big news for the week that a lot of people wanted us to comment on is that Mel Gibson is in early negotiations for Suicide Squad 2, despite uh, being a big racist. Raging anti-Semite, yes. (laughs) And also... America's own (laughs) Melvin Gibson. And that was was also off the back of um, him saying last year that he he hates comic book movies and he gave a big kick at Batman v Superman. Did he say he hated them or did he say... Didn't he say something like they th- they throw too much money at them and they're not very yeah good something maybe something like that I I should I should have looked it in, into it but I didn't there are other directors in negotiations at the moment mm-hmm. but uh, what do you think born in Peekskill New York there you go he's not ours is he's he not ours he's American he was here briefly on holiday for <laughs> right. twenty odd years exactly then we booted him <laughs> for being un-Australian <laughs> but uh, what do you think about this though a director like that I mean. I I think it cannot be doubted that he's not a great director. If is that too many double negatives? You say negatives? he is a great director. Yeah. Well, he did Braveheart. Yep. He did Apocalypto. No. Have yep. you seen Apocalypto? No, I haven't. Apparently, it's neither great. have I. <laughs> he did Hacksaw Ridge, which I haven't seen, which is apparently amazing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Did he direct Bloodfather? I don't think he did actually. Yeah. I don't know what that is. That's really. I thought you were going to say Bloodfart. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, right. But uh, I was going to say gross. If, if you, you have know. a blood fart, Google it. Yeah. Give it a Googs, Give mate. Give it a Googs and see your doctor. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, what do you think about this though? Like, uh, like a guy, you know, a guy like this, like give it, getting a second chance. Do you think he's actually a bad guy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I blame his parents. Because <laughs> right, apparently his father was super weird. Right. Yeah. He was one of those one of those guys that. Whip, whip, oh, he's one of those guys right. that whips themselves. One of those Da Vinci Code fellas. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, whip, he's a, whip, a, whip, a real whippersnapper. Gee, that's going to, that, that'll ingrain Probably you, mess you up a yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. But, look, I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge. I don't know. But yeah. at the same time, you know what I feel like this is? Mm. And, th- and this is why I do not care for this particularly. It feels like this sort of Hail Mary pass of like, who could we get? Yeah. Oh, da- you know, who would... Really call because the, the bad boy of Hollywood, the bad boy of, boy of Hollywood, like who who would really stir up the establishment? Because Suicide Squad's all about stirring up the stirring up the normies, upsetting the normies. We're too extreme over here at Suicide Squad. Well, let's throw in the original bad boy of Hollywood, Mel yeah. Gibson, to direct it. Yeah. Like they were like, well, David Ayer, you know. That was that was pretty extreme, but it wasn't extreme enough. Could have been more extreme. Could have been more extreme. Could have been more different boomerangs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Well, Mel Gibson wouldn't know anything about that, would he? No, he he's American, so why would he know anything about the Give it a gooks. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I feel like it's kind of mm. well. Let's throw out a name that will 
just get people talking. Yeah. He also mentioned that he's, uh, that he, it's true. Like he has been talking to them. Like it's very early days, but uh-huh. it's very possible that this, that this could happen. Look, I, I think he'd probably do a good job. Uh-huh. I think he'd make a great Deathstroke, actually. I mean, that's already been cast, but you right. know, Deathstroke's normally a little bit older. Yeah, I guess that's so true. I, yeah. I think he'd, he'd be a good fit for that, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. Yeah. So. Stop letting bad people do stuff in Hollywood. It's no good. And everywhere. Yeah, I was going to say, what about everywhere? Yeah, yeah. everywhere. Mm. Let's start with Hollywood and then work our way out to everywhere. Yeah. Because Hollywood tells people what to do in yes. the world. <laughs> Hollywood's an inspiration <laughs> to everybody. So if we get out the gross people. We thought this, though, would be a perfect opportunity to talk to- about some of the best and worst comic book directors. To awkwardly segue into a freewheeling discussion about directors. You better believe it. But also mm. some directors that would maybe be a good fit for a comic for comic book movies who yeah. haven't done one yet. Yeah, right. So, let's just It's a power ranking. It's a power What's what's number 1 then? Tim Burton's Batman. Oh, yeah. I got, actually, I'll do that over <laughs> on the top here. Okay, here's a question for you. Yes. Who do you think is a better Batman film director, bearing in mind the eras that they did them in? Yes. Tim Burton or Nolan? Ooh, good question. I mean, it's Nolan, obviously. <laughs> I don't necessarily think it is Nolan. What do you mean, Mason? Because Burton set Burton set the trend for superhero movies, I think. For garbage superhero movies. They're silly and they're fun. They pretend like they're dark, but they're ridiculous. <laughs> they're bad sequels. Yes. I mean, look at Returns. Like, Batman Returns is not good. It's not even really a Batman movie. No, it's a. It's mostly about a weird fish man. It's a terrifying clown show. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And with a murderer in a bat suit, like that's that's what yeah. that movie's about. And that was him given free reign. That's and true. That's what he made. Yeah. Like, the, like people say that Batman Forever is bad, and it is. But Batman Returns is also bad for different reasons. Like just because it's dark doesn't mean it's doesn't mean it's better because it's true. still a shit film. <laughs> I still kind of like it. <laughs> you know, I can good. understand why. Remember where he's on the he's on the rooftop and he pulls the wings out of his suit and he glides down. Remember that? Was that I thought was that that one? That's Batman Returns. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, I, I like the bit where he fights all the clowns in the street or whatever. Like, there's good stuff in it. But even look at the action from Batman '89. Yeah. It's so clunky. It's just like a man in a rubber suit. Just what do you want? Something better than that. There, but there are moments of, of, of fast-paced action in that movie. That's true. And you know what? To be There's f- a bit where the guy's got the swords. Yeah, but that's not Batman. That's, yeah, I know. that's him. But then Batman, Batman stands there. There's the bit where he's got the... He shoots the, 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 bloody, the bloody brass knuckles out of his hand and it hits the guy in the nuts. I remember. Yeah. There's a part in Batman Returns where he puts a bomb down a guy's pants and kicks him into a sewer grate and he yep. explodes. Mm-hmm. All of these, And there's a, he lights a guy on fire with the Batmobile. Yep. But also, speaking of filming action, the action in Batman Begins, the hand-to-hand stuff, with, with Batman himself, is not great. It's filmed too close. I was, th- I was going to say, I thought you were going to say it is great, and then mm. I'm going to be like, name a, memorable, <laughs> name a memorable fight in that. Okay, the, I think the ice scene where he fights Liam Neeson uh-huh. is, is good. Not a real fight, though. No, I know, but I'm saying that's... No, I mean the actors. Oh, the actors. They were just pretending to fight. <laughs> but in Burton, that was real? Yeah, that's Okay, right. he did it yeah. for real. Yeah. What Burton said was, whoever wins this gets the, the box office gross. Like okay, a, the right. percentage. Okay, did that makes know, sense. Nicholson, we've probably talked about this, Nicholson apparently has was estimated to have earned 60 to $90 million. Yeah, and that's from like the early 90s. Yeah. Or late 80s, yeah. yeah. That's a cra- it's, eight, it's 80s money. That's crazy. He so would have done money. so much cocaine. So I was just going to say so much cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I think he still gets some back-end stuff from that. I bet he does. Yeah, because that was... Well, that was a big deal at the time, casting you know Jack Nicholson, because that kind of... To be fair, you're right. That legitimized comic book movies 
by having an actor like him in it. Yeah. The I same mean, by, way they got Gene, Gene Hackman for by 89, Superman. By 89, superhero movies were way on the outs. Yeah. Like, Superman stuff was done. Mm. People were like, everything's too campy and silly. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, these were campy and silly, but... Yeah, and it... But it's just Sheen of Darkness. Sheen of Darkness. Mm-hmm. But with Nolan as well, he he brought it back from the Tim Burton, not Tim Burton, the the Joel Schumacher like version. Like he re, he revamped it. Like people people argue that the Bat, Batman Begins is the best Batman movie. Like it's the not. way that it kicked. You think <laughs> you think the Dark Knight is better? Uh yes, I do think the Dark Knight. Yeah, is better. That's, yeah. so do I. But yeah. um, but but yeah, it's I don't know, I, I I think Nolan as well made better films in general. Like Nolan did three, Burton did two. Uh-huh. Like which would you which do you genuinely think you would rather sit down and watch today? Yeah, you're thinking about Dark Knight Rises, aren't you? Whether you yeah. want to sit, whether you want to yeah. sit through it. But that look, that's it's got, <laughs> it's got flaws, but there's some good stuff in that movie, man. Mm. Yeah. He kills kills Tali Al Ghul in a in a truck. He shoots the truck and it falls <laughs> yes. off the yeah, bridge or whatever. That's true, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just haven't seen eighty nine in ages. Yeah. You know what? What I do is I'd watch the rooftop scene from right at the start. I watch that weird that weird lost in time opening sequence yeah. where where it's like you know this this it's the thirties maybe yeah it's the it's that vague point in time and the family leave, leaving the cinema and they get mugged by a yeah by the 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 guy and then Batman lifts him off the off his feet on the roof or whatever Batman. and the guy's like American Express don't leave her without you know <laughs> all and that and then I'd watch all the then I'd watch all the Nolan Batman films also Batman's wearing Nikes in that he's wearing his oh, yeah. boots are like rubber Nikes yeah nice yeah. Uh, look, I'm not saying uh, Batman '89 isn't without its merits. Of, co- of course, it is. But obviously, I, I, Nolan is a better director than than Burton in general. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Again, except of course for the one inexplicable thing that he puts in all his movies, where you go, just take that bit out. Right. And I wouldn't have. I would have no cause to complain about any of the Batman movies, the Nolan ones, if he didn't have the the water vaporizing the, the machine, MP, the microwave device in the first one. Yep. Whatever was in the second one that I didn't like, and Bane, just yeah. take out Bane. <laughs> okay, just just Photoshop him out of every yeah, scene. That'd be fine. Okay, fair enough. But make a call. Which is better? Yeah, Nolan probably. Okay, yeah. good. I yeah. Although I'm not saying Burton kicked off a lot of. Can't stuff. believe you made me choose. <laughs> but but also, the the Burton universe kicked off the the animated Batman animated That's series. True, yeah. So it, it it did a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just think the Nolan films are better in general. Yeah. 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 But Batman, Superman is better than both. I agree. Not true. Okay. What what else we got? Well, Mason, who's a better Superman director? Richard Donner or Richard Lester? Richard Donner did one and some of part two, and then <laughs> yes. Richard Lester took over and finished part two or re-edited it and reshot some of it. Uh-huh. Part three and part four, A Quest for Peace. <sighs> I know you, you hate them all. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to throw... I feel Zack Snyder was a better Superman director than any of them. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I agree. No. For the time, Superman 78 is a, was amazing. Like, it, that talking about kicking Superman off... Superman 78 is your Batman 89. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt it's it. It's no good, but you like it for some reason. But you got to look at it the same way that it also kicked off... It kicked off superhero movies as well. How many of them? Yeah, not there. They immediately three more Superman movies, and that's it. That's what it kicked off. And they, I know, they immediately went to shit. I'm not saying yeah. that, but that movie is, has got so many classic moments. And I like a lot of Man of Steel. I like some of Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. I like half of Man of Steel. Sure. And I know it doesn't hold up in terms like it's weirdly paced or whatever, but 
The casting is great. There's the awesome scene. Awesome. It's the scene where say awesome. Jonathan, or it's where Jonathan Kent dies. It's not an, oh, that is it's awesome. not an awesome scene, yeah. but it's a great lesson in why he is who he is. Uh-huh. Man of Steel never has that kind of moment where he's walking with his father and having that conversation and, and, he's, and Clark's like, why can't I play football? Mm-hmm. And his dad's like, you can't play football because you'll hurt somebody else. But not only that, you're not here to throw footballs. You're here for a reason. You know, you're destined for better things. And then he has a heart attack. Uh-huh. And there's nothing Clark Kent can do because he's like, even without my powers, I can't save everybody. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, Probably could have. There's a, in retrospect, <laughs> could have gone back in time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But he still would have had the heart attack. I guess maybe they got him in the hospital. But the lesson... Could have that- gone back in time and said, stop eating so many fatty foods. <laughs> sure. But the lesson there is... It's me, your son from the future. <laughs> I'm your aliens. Just... Look, just go with it. I know you, you couldn't have kids, but it's... But anyway, I'm, I've come from space... <laughs> Uh, you you adopted me from. I was in a spaceship. Anyway, look. It turns out that I can. I've got a lot of weird superpowers. I I can, I can, I can fly and, and heat vision. I can anyway, make a projection of myself. Anyway, uh, look. You died of a heart attack, but it turns out I could go back in time. <laughs> a lot of people think that I could reverse time or something because I could spin around the world. I spin the world backwards. I'm actually going back. That was in representative time. time Rep- representative time travel. time travel. I don't technically know where the other version of myself went. Like, is there now two versions of? But anyway, the point is, I've gone back in time. <laughs> Dad, you're, you're, you're my dad. I'm your, I'm your son. We're not it's genetics. No, we're not related. But but I'm going to say stop eating so much fatty food because you have a heart attack. So I'm, but I'm real sad. I mean, you're going to die. In, in every, you're quite old. You're going to die no matter what. But I'm just saying, just, just eat some greens. I'm your son from the future. Okay, bye. And then the Superman theme plays. <laughs> But it's the end of the movie? Yes, that's the end. <laughs> okay, yeah. good. Yeah. But then it's just a montage of a real fit dad. <laughs> just having a jog. <laughs> maybe he had Chin-ups. a but maybe he had a genetic heart condition. And then he becomes arrow. Okay. It's just <laughs> it's just a lot of chin-ups he's doing on the that chin. Ups, he's getting yeah. higher on the air. Okay, fair enough. But also but the lesson in Man of Steel is don't save me. We've talked about this a thousand times. <laughs> no, right. Let's not do you know what I mean? let's but, skip it. Yeah, yeah. But do, but do you know what I mean? Like that when he could have saved him. Yeah. But Superman, he the, the point is, even though he can time travel, that he could, couldn't save his father. But yeah. he could have. But he could have. It's got a better romance, would you say? I'm ambivalent. What about the suit? Who has the better suit? Man of Steel. I don't. I don't like that Man of Steel suit. It's it's weird and looks wet. <laughs> it, gets, it gets better. That's exactly why I like it. <laughs> yeah. And I know that the the Superman one is just a spandex. Apparently, they use that. Or they seem to use it whenever they cast a Superman movie. They bring in an actor and uh-huh. they put him in that. And if they don't look ridiculous, they're like, this is the guy. That's very interesting. Because that's a great test to be like, yeah. here, put on the dumbest thing you can. <laughs> put on the dumbest thing imaginable. <laughs> and, if right. we, and if we don't laugh, you've got the job. Because that, would, cause that kind of suit, like if you were in any way out of shape... Yeah. Like, not even out of shape. If you're normal, yeah. your gut's going to look big and your butt's going to look weird <laughs> and your legs, all sorts of. Just, you're going you're gonna to have like a weird sunken chest. you got to look like a tank, otherwise, you're going to look ridiculous. Yeah. So, did they put Henry Cavill in it? They put Henry that? Cavill in it. Wow. They put, is, I, there a, is there a photo of that? I don't, I don't think there is. There is one of him. They, in put the, him in, they put him in that suit and they poured a bucket of water on him. Yeah. We're going we're gonna, to. Simulate the wet look of the new suit. We're going to dump a bucket of water on you. There is one uh, of him in the Superman Leaves costume, uh-huh. and that's from when he applied for that one. Because oh. he, uh, he, 
He went for I was either Superman Leaves the J.J. Abrams one, yeah, which he wrote, or it might have been Superman Returns. You know what? You know how I'm going to judge these directors, yeah, these bloody directors. How I'm going to judge their life's work, yeah. on a dumb podcast. <laughs> it's not life's work, Mason. It's just comic just book this. movies. I'm going to go back to the life's work. Okay, I'm going to defame their life's work as well. How it's do they understand superheroes? Yeah, and I don't think Richard Donner does understand superheroes. I think he understands the. I I think he understands heroism sure. and like being an upstanding good guy, but I don't think he understands superheroes insofar as what he does in this movie is he just lets Superman do anything. Right. And okay. I think that's a fundamental misunderstanding of superheroes. I oh, just let him do anything. But that's how he Superman just have him do anything. That's how Superman was in the seventies. We've yeah, talked about this. But he I know, but, they, but everybody, and... even the comic book writers hated that. They're like, how do we? Yeah. You can't. You you can't unpaint, and I mean that's the perfect the perfect jumping off point with Superman would be making this movie is to be like, well, let's make him less powerful. Let's. So you think Zack Snyder has a better understanding of Clark Kent and Superman than Richard Donner? No, I think they're both quite bad, <laughs> but for different reasons. <laughs> but for different reasons. Okay, but fine. I think I think I think Zack Snyder doesn't particularly care for Superman. Yeah, I I don't disagree with that. But I think he has a better under, I think he has a better understanding. Of, I guess, and you know, just for Man of Steel, I think he has a better sense of pairing off a hero and a villain, powers-wise. But, but then he lost that in Batman Superman. But that's also on reason. the back of 25 years of the evolution of action sequences uh-huh. and special effects. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot of the stuff in Man of Steel, like the action sequences in particular, that's what it, that's what it comes down to. And it also, it's too much. Like, nah, it's the perfect level. Really? Yeah. Like, but without him, oh, we've talked this to death. That's, I yeah. don't want to bloody get into this, but but yeah, I, I I still I genuinely think we haven't had a definitive Superman movie yet. Yeah, that's it right. hasn't happened. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. but I'm just saying, like, if you even in the excesses of the Superman comic books, I'm sure if they, I'm sure at some point in the Superman comic books, he has flown around the world in reverse time, yeah, or he stared at a wall and it's built, rebuilt itself or whatever. <laughs> But that's Richard Lester. That wasn't Richard Donner. That's fine. Either of them, they would have been the outliers. Yeah, I, they would. It would have been the writers going, "Oh, we've got a deadline. I don't know how to fix this. Ah, oh, just have him yeah, do, do that. It's fine." Travel. Yeah. That shouldn't be the fundamental building blocks of a superhero in a movie. Okay, fair to enough. be like, you know what, he can do anything. And- but what about Superman two with the the three Kryptonians and he he takes them into the the chamber and he depowers them and then he breaks their hands and kills him. Thumbs down. Really? You don't Thumbs like down it? for all of it. For the killing or the... Uh... Just steady of it. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's move on. I'm well into it. Yeah. Ryan Singer did one as well. Ugh, you don't like Superman too. Returns? No. That would, look, I like Sad. Superman Returns, but I understand like it's it's not great. Mm-hmm. The plane catch is amazing. Can we agree that the plane sure, catch fine. is amazing? Yeah, it's fine. Can we agree? It's fine. Can we just agree? All right, fine. God, Good. I agree. But, uh, it's fine. It's, 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 a, it's a sad band movie, but they shouldn't have set that in the Richard Donner universe. No. Yeah. Uh, what else we got, Mason? Like, he's an interesting one. This is a guy I think is a great director, but he's not suited for... Um, Sounds like a classic movies. fundamentally <laughs> misunderstanding of the superhero genre. Here we go. Ang Lee. I'm rubbing me little Ang, hand Ang together. Ang Lee and Hulk. Yeah, no good. Doesn't, not a good match. No. Ang, Ang Lee's an amazing director. He completely misunderstood what makes a good Hulk movie or what uh, the character itself, the whole thing. Yeah. Putting actual comic book panels in movies. That's what I'm talking about. I think because he doesn't know anything about comic books. Yeah. Maybe these people do. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe at some point they read a comic book. Maybe they love comic books. I don't know. Maybe they say that. I don't know. Yeah. I think at some point you have to say, 
if you're making a comic book movie. Yeah, I love... Like, even Burton was like, look, I didn't like comic books, but I liked Dark Knight Returns and I liked yeah. uh, Killing Joke. Sure, yeah. That's, that's where he found his inspiration. But I, th- I think if, you, if you're making a comic book movie and you go, you know what comic book movies would need? Comic book panels. <laughs> I think that's somebody who doesn't understand... The appeal of comic books. Totally. It's not that they're broken into panels. No, that's not the... No, no, it's not. Mm. Why not just have a guy just flipping through a comic book for, a, for your yeah. movie, mate? Yeah. And, then, they, and then, if, then he went, well, how does the Hulk jump so high? He must be rubbery. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's not have him be a gigantic wall of muscle. Let's have him be this blown-up rubber balloon man. <laughs> also, he did all the mocap himself. That's right, he yeah. did. Yeah, but yeah. even like the thing with like the father issues that... And that's the reason he's got his anger. I mean, I guess they, they, they wanted to do, make it beyond he's just angry because he's just an angry person. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the idea that his father was abusive towards him, that is actually in the comic books. Yeah, but to the extent that they're, that they're doing it in this one? No, his father, I mean, he, he, yeah, his father's... Like, and the, and the fact that he's such a main player and at the end his father turns into a balloon and he absorbs... All, everyone's <laughs> yeah. a balloon in this movie, I just yeah. realised. He absorbs all his power, but it's too much power. No, and I've said about the the first Hulk movie, it's fine that he the the idea that the the Hulk's various personas and his you know his repressed rage and all that sort of stuff is the result of you know childhood trauma. Yeah, I think that's a good thing to 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 reveal about the Hulk thirty years down the line. Right. Yeah. Once you've had thirty years of the Hulk smashing things. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, this is why. I don't he's... think there's. I don't think there's room for that in in a Hulk first Hulk origin movie. Yeah, I, I literally think agree. it should have been Eric Banner. He clocks into work. Uh, he sits down at his desk. He opens a little little gate thing, and he's like, oh, gamma radiation, <laughs> and then he's like, I'm the Hulk, and he just he just smashes everything for ninety minutes. Yeah, and then then we're out. And then we're out. Mm. Mm. He fights some dogs in that, doesn't he? Oh, God. The worst. No good. No good. Yeah, I don't like it. It's not a. It's not a fun. Are we ranking these directors? Oh, are we? Yeah. Angley's at the bottom. Wow, brutal. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we got to talk about um, at least at least Richard Donner Superman was nice. He was a nice, you know, man. A nice that's man. That's what I'm saying. And that's what also Superman's a nice man. He you can you can make him angry. Yes, but he's a nice man. Yeah. He'll get a cat out of a tree. He's very rarely angry. He's mostly just disappointed. Do you know Mark? Like a, like do you know dad. Mark Miller has that cat? That Superman rescued out of the tree. What? Like, like stuffed? Yeah, it's one of his favourite movies, and he's got it. Huh. Yeah. What a costume. I have no You're idea. You're mates with Mark Miller. We're, we, we follow each other on Twitter, and oh, every year we might say something to each other. <laughs> but, yeah. No, we're great mates. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah. If anyone's got a private message you want me to pass on to him, happy to, happy to <laughs> not do that. Mm-hmm. He follows a lot of people. It's not a big deal. Uh, Schumacher. We, we, we're talking worst. Those mm-hmm. Batman movies are bad, but I think I don't think Joel Schumacher is a bad director. He's made some good movies. What has he made prior to that and after that? I will tell you. Uh, I know he's done Phantom of the Opera. Uh-huh. Uh huh. With did, Emmy Rossum was Emmy Rossum. Yeah, that? that's a good movie, man. I know people are like. Uh, he did the Lost Boys. He did Falling Down. That's what he did. He did Michael, oh, yeah, okay, Michael Douglas's. All right. I uh, wonder if that movie holds up. I bet it doesn't. Oh, I don't know. We should go back to that at some point. Yeah, we probably should. We'll do a commentary. Because I remember, I remember at the time. Because when I when did that come out? I remember at the time being. Mm. I think I would have been like eleven or something like that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, man, this is this is grim and real. But I bet it's like a cartoon show. Now. He did. He did uh, a time to kill. He did Tigerland, which is a great. Oh yeah, movie. I've seen Tigerland. It's a really real. Yeah, really underrated Vietnam War movie. He did Eight Millimeter. A lot of people like that. He did Phone Booth. Yeah, I like Phone Booth. I did Number Twenty Three. I didn't see. 
but Jim Carrey is obsessed with 20. <laughs> I just think there's some good movies in here. He did Flatliners. Okay, probably fundamental shit. misunderstanding of comic of superheroes or not. No, I think that's... Uh, oh, yes, definitely, but I think that's also studio interference. Right, okay. It's a bunch of stuff. Because he was apparently just like, bigger, louder, more colour, comic books. Like, that was pretty much his direction for that movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're supposed to be fun and colourful. But that just went way too far. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. As a throwback, I think as a throwback to the 1960s... Oh, yeah, that's on point. Yeah. I th- it's, it's definitely on point. It's like... Imagine throwing $100 million to the creators of the 1960s Batman TV oh series. God. That's what you would have gotten. And to that, I feel it's a success. Are they good? No. <laughs> you wouldn't. A director from that time wouldn't know what to do with $160 million. It'd yeah, be like, yeah, put them in. Let's tilt another building sideways and have <laughs> right. them walk up. Um, oh, that's that's what they would do. They would they would unmoor a real building from its foundations <laughs> and up on a crane and literally tilt it on its side, and then have Adam West and Burt Ward walk on on the top of it. That'd be great. Uh, Imagine how many D list network stars they could have pop out uh, in the windows for for one hundred sixty million dollars. Look, it's Jerry Lewis. Yeah, yeah, great. Fundamental misunderstandings of superhero movies. This is, I think, this guy's the perfect fit. Oh yes, though it happened over time. It seemed like he had he had it that he lost it. Uh, Brian Singer. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think he he was the perfect director at that that time to kick off the X Men universe. But then he didn't. He evolve. didn't move with the times. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. He didn't change. It kind of there. All his X Men movies are kind of weirdly tied to those first couple, which are good. I think they're good. Like. X-Men 1 and 2 are pretty solid. What is it that the first two have that the last, that every the, all these other stuff has lost? Because they've had, because, what, lost? But what is it specifically? Like, why did we enjoy them so much at the time? Because there wasn't anything like that. Yeah. But now, like, if somebody released that X-Men movie now, yeah. it would be a lot of, well, we've seen this. So do you think it's just, he pioneered some stuff and now it's a trope? Yes, and how can you how can you look at like X Men Apocalypse and there's just all jagged metal flying through the air in a weird teleportation or a telekinetic force field or whatever, yeah, yeah. and then you see the ending of the Avengers where the Hulk's flying through the city smashing up whatever. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Or like the ending of Man of Steel. Or like there's no comparison. Mm-hmm. Like that 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 is a garbage ending. Yeah, but so what I'm saying is that like X Men One and Two, like at the time, yeah, they were action packed. Yeah, they were. They were kind of they were kind of funny and self aware. Yep. Like the point, you know, there's the point in the first one where uh, Cyclops is like, "How do I know it's you, Wolverine, and not Mystique?" Yeah. And Wolverine's like, like "Well, you're a, you're a dick," and he's yeah. like, "Oh, fair enough." And it's kind of a fun little break the ice moment. Yeah. Why Why did we enjoy those so much at the time? But you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't know. Maybe is it the casting as well? I don't think the new cast is as strong it's, as the yeah, old cast. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah. And then. That being said, no, I mean, the new, new one, like the new Phoenix, the new Cyclops. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Well, I think are okay, uh-huh. but I think the originals were, were better. Yeah. Mm. But I think the new Fassbender and McAvoy are good. That's I, true. I, the, mm. the, that's not their characters' names. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I honestly don't know. What do you think it is? I don't know. That's exactly... <laughs> like, if you think of, like, X-Men 1 yeah. and maybe Avengers, yeah. they've both got... A jet. They've both got a team. They've yep. both got a wisecracking character. Yep. They've both got an earnest character. Yep. They've both got somebody who can shoot lightning. They've both... Yeah. But why do we have more fondness for the Avengers? Maybe because it's more recent. But that's probably... Because there's, like, there's less... 
there's less bad Avengers Marvel movies. Than I would like is. the listeners' input on this. Yeah, Weekly okay. Whack News. If you, if you, if you feel the same way as us, mm. like that Brian Singer's lost his way in terms of directing these action films. Yeah. Why is that? Is it is has he lost something? Have we moved on? As what specifically is it? It might be that the series itself has been stuck in the past because it's always been tied to those original movies. Yeah, yeah. And maybe we should have moved forward with either different characters or because whenever they try and they 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 made in, they go in they went in a new direction with first class, uh-huh. but then it just kind of went back to the original X-Men movies, like it slowly made its way back to the way it was. Uh-huh, yeah. Like it got good and then they just kind of returned it to what yeah. it used to be. Maybe it's a pacing issue. I don't know. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never get to the end of this. Yeah. The bottom. The Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad he's not doing it anymore. Uh, Brett Ratner, he did X-Men 3. I don't think that's a final, fundamental misunderstanding. I think it's just wrap up this trilogy. We need a director. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'll be fine. Uh, what else has he done? Uh, I think he did the Tower Heist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Gavin Hood? He did Wolverine Origins. I don't think that's his fault either. I think that's look, that was that's thing. one of the worst films ever made. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is a guy though that you think has a fundamental misunderstanding of. I think you think this. I don't think this is true. But yes. Sam Raimi and his Spider-Man movies. Do you think he has a fundamental misunderstanding, Mason, of what makes a Spider-Man movie? Yes, sadness. He Be- thinks it's sadness. <laughs> But it's not; those movies aren't just sadness. They feel like 100% sadness. Yeah, we have talked about this a lot to death, haven't we? I, I, think, I think, so. think definitely by the end, like they, that's probably also more the studio's fault. Like 3 is not good. I was going to say about X-Men Origins Wolverine, the reason that movie is bad is because it's it was a movie built by committee for idiots. <laughs> and we loved it. Because <laughs> there's, un- there's, un- there's an unironic walking away from an explosion bit. Yep. There's, it's, it's like video game kind of like, if you fight me, then I'll give you the information or yeah, whatever. Right, uh-huh. You have to do, yeah. When the when you when the video game is better than the movie, uh-huh. you know you've fucked up. Exactly. Anyway, Sam Raimi, you're not a fan. We've talked that to death. We probably shouldn't do Sam Raimi. <laughs> right. Anyway, I like him. I think he's good. You would. and also for the time, man, for the time. Any other directors that you love or hate? I can give you one that has a really good understanding of a source material but okay, got ready. critically panned. Yes, uh, Lexi Alexander with the Punisher. Punisher Warzone. Warzone, exactly. That movie is. Exactly what it should be. That's what I'm talking but about. But it's still got kicked for for being what it is. Yeah, yeah. She got criticised for being like, "This is too violent. And you're a monster." But a lot of this, every kind of action sequence or in that, she took from the comics. And apparently, she want, I was listening to a podcast. She wanted to put those comic panels on the on the critic on the critic seats as they come in, so they can flick through it. Right. And then, okay. Yeah. And then uh-huh. and then see where it kind of came from, and they were like, "Yeah, ah, don't worry about it." And she's kind of been put in director's jail. For yeah, that. she has. Like she hasn't done. She's very. Uh, she's pretty. She's pretty aggressive on Twitter as well, as far as I can tell. But I mean, like, there are so many other directors who've just put out bad work. Yeah, and they just continue to. Just they continue to get work. Yeah, they just maybe they're very nice. They're probably real nice. <laughs> yeah. that's the only possible reason yeah. for that. But no, I, I think that I thought that was a you know it's a. I wouldn't say it's an amazing movie, but it's a great Punisher movie. Yeah, yeah. great. Uh, Everybody's hamming it up. Dominic West is in there. Is yeah, this, yeah. Jigsaw. Jigsaw. What about Josh Trank? Ah, uh, well, we'll never know, will we? <laughs> no, probably not. But he's done two. Based on Chronicle. Chronicle, which is... I know it's not a comic book movie, but it's a Might as well movie. be, yeah. It's, an, it's Akira. It's live-action yeah. Akira. And Fantastic Four reboot. 
We don't know, really. We don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's, look, he's good. in. He's in. No, he's back in, on he's Trank. In, yeah, he's, he's in got, Limbo with David Ayer. We'll never know. I mean, yeah. I was. I've been thinking about. No, that David Ayer is doing Gotham City Sirens. He's out. Oh, okay. Yeah, Re- they're rewarding him. Yeah, <laughs> so great. That's great. He's probably a nice guy, Mason. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because having gone back, I you know we, we talked about Training Day last week. We talked about some last week. Took yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. We I rewatched Street Kings. Yeah. Um, I would be kind of fascinated to see. That doesn't matter. See what. <laughs> See Street Kings too? No, to see how Suicide Suicide Squad would have gone. But you you initially said that you changed your mind and you said that he made a bad film regardless. But you do not think that's the case now. It wouldn't have been a superhero film. No, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Look, I don't because there weren't there weren't there weren't reshoots. Right? There, were, there were reshoots. There were a lot of reshoots. Yeah, but. I don't think there was enough good footage in there to make a superhero film. Okay. I think there would have there was enough footage in there to make some sort of crime film. <laughs> okay, sure. Generic crime film, but some people are wearing costumes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fundamental misunderstanding of superhero fi- uh, superheroes? Yes, I think. In your face. In your face, David Ayer. Well, good thing he's getting another shot. Isn't it, though? It's weird that DC kind of, like, give more shots to people who make, like, critically... Panned movies. And that's just, that's a strange tactic, don't it you think? It is a strange tactic in a way. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what about the the modern Marvel films? Who do you think has? Who do you think fits that universe and and is a good fit? But and 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 who isn't? Because I would say like Shane Black is a great director, uh-huh. but he's not a good fit for Iron Man. Correct. Because he did Iron Man three, which both of us didn't like. But then there's other examples like the Russo brothers who exclusively just make good comic book movies. Right. And you, me, and Dupree, inexplicably. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, so who fits and who doesn't, do you think? Hmm. Who works and who does not work? Who directed Doctor Strange? Uh, Scott Derrickson. Hmm. He works in the context of that. Yeah. He he gave them exactly what they wanted. Yeah, I completely agree. But I feel the flaw there is, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> The floor is that he didn't make the exact, exact movie, movie that, that I wanted. wanted. Yes, okay. correct. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But I think Scott Derrickson is in, and I think it's a better movie than Thor The Dark World, but there is that kind of mid-tier uh, Marvel movies that are just okay, mm-hmm. like Thor The Dark World, Iron Man 2, um, Doctor Strange, which I think is a little bit better than all of those movies. But then there's the really good ones, mm-hmm. like you know, like The Incredible Hulk I'd put in that category as well. You know, like they're just... The okay Marvel movies. Yeah, most people forget The Incredible Hulk is a movie. Yeah, that's right, yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a better Hulk movie than Hulk. Sure. But it's not, it's not great. Mm-hmm. Like it's, but I think like the better directors are... like um, Joe Johnston is the perfect choice for a World War II-era Captain America film. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great movie. And I think he's a perfect choice because he did The Rocketeer. Like Joss Whedon was the perfect choice for The Avengers... But the then Rocketeer, again, there's a superhero movie. They, perfect, Mason. Yeah. He's two for two. And he invented Boba Fett. What more do you want from a guy? <laughs> I'd like another thing. Okay, three things. <laughs> if you could do a fourth thing, Joe Johnson, <laughs> that would be great. All right. Uh, yeah, so, well, I can't remember what I was saying. But yeah, so what about Joss Whedon? Do you think he's a good fit for the universe? He made The Avengers, but he also made Age of Ultron. So... I mean, he's that. It's kind of. I'm gonna. I'm choosing to blame studio interference on Age of Ultron. Yeah, and no, I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah. But well, that's that's the thing. I mean, I don't even think Age of Ultron is bad. I quite like it. It was just but... exactly the same as the first yeah, one. Yeah, It was more of the same. Mm. And I, I don't know, like, because Joss Whedon went from basically he went from director jail in a way. 
Yeah. Because he made a series of very low budget TV series and movies and things that they all got cancelled. They all they all they had a cult following, but nobody would was willing to pay him big money for anything. Yeah. And then he jumped from relative obscurity to one of the biggest movies ever made. Yeah. And then he's got to do a sequel to that. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? I feel in a way, kind of his hand, like if he went in a completely different direction and it bombed, mm. what a way to waste that opportunity. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But at the same time, now you've got the chance. Why not make something incredible, new, and what, what is he working on at the moment? I don't actually know. You know what you should do? Um, give, give it a give, give it, it a gigs. Give it a good old gigs. Give it a gigs. Give it a gigs. You know what? They're, they're, this is sort of related, not really. Uh, the people at Fox had sa- have said that they're willing to talk about a Firefly revival oh, yes. if Joss Whedon wants to do it. Because mm-hmm. it's really down to him. Because you know, because everything's coming back now or whatever. Yeah, sure. I think, Nostalgia is accelerating. Yeah. The nostalgia train is speeding up. I think just maybe let it go. I think a lot of the times you tie these creators to these projects that they've now moved beyond. Like let let them make other things and, uh-huh. and move forward. You know what I mean? I yeah. think it's I think it's been too far. He's doing Wastelanders, a web based end of the world project. Huh. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Oh no, that, no, sorry, that's unrealized projects. I see. No, he hasn't really there's nothing really on the cards here. But it's, yeah, like Age of Ultron, you got you, I, I feel they're like, look, just do exactly the same thing you did last time. We'll yeah. make another billion dollars. Yeah, fair just, enough. Just, and just they did. Cool man, yeah, yeah. They did. So yeah, but I think yeah, fundamental understanding of comic books. I think yes, he's 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 got that. He knows what's up. What what about John Favreau? I love yeah. Uh, wait, one and two. One and two. <laughs> one yeah, and that's two. what I'm saying. One and yeah, two. Yeah, okay. I think right. two is also a result of studio interference and uh-huh. make sure you put more Nick Fury and you build the universe and make sure this leads directly into the Avengers and and whatever. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. I I would say um I like John Favreau as a director, but I think his work is hit and miss. Like Chef, I loved, but Cowboys and Aliens was was a no good movie that you've seen. I have yeah, seen, yeah. Wait, yeah. have you? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. What do you think? It's fine. <laughs> we, we know. We t- I, I believe we talked about it on the Western episode for some reason. I oh, do. We? Yeah, yeah well, it's a Western, isn't it? Yeah. That's not for some reason. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. God damn it, Mason. Yeah. Uh look, I can't remember specifically what I said, but I think I enjoyed the Western aspects of it and not so much the. The aliens aspect. Yeah, of fair it. enough. I think if we, if it was just a western with Daniel Craig in it, I thought that w- that would have been great. Would but. you like to see John Favreau come back to the Marvel universe? Yes. Or do you think maybe he'll uh, Brian Singer it and take it back to? Oh, that's a good question. I think probably not. I think he'd probably <laughs> yeah. do well, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We could Mason. I need to grab this thing off the floor. I got it. Okay. Maybe he could uh, chef style. He could. Uh, Make a new Marvel movie, but tie it to some sort of social media platform, like get sponsorship from it. Snapchat. Snapchat. Snapchat, exactly. MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> yeah. Great. Also, I think James Gunn is a great fit. I agree. For, mm-hmm. All right. Why don't we talk about some directors then? It can be quickly or, or longly. I don't oh, yeah. mind. Who you, Luke who, Longley. Who haven't. Luke Longley, the basketball player? Or surfer. Okay. Who knows? <laughs> uh, where. I think he's a basketball player. Okay, good. Where the. Uh, directors who haven't made a comic book movie who yep. should uh-huh. or shouldn't, mm-hmm. let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Go. Okay, actually, hang on. I've, I got a. I, we got an email. This I was going to save this for the letters. Uh, this is this from Monica Jones. I'm ready on, on the on the on the on the Gmail. Uh, she just wanted to thank us for making her new mind-numbingly boring desk job tolerable. That's you, you're very welcome. Uh, what's thank your favorite? You. Dave, thank you. What's your favorite David Fincher film? 
She said Fight Club. Uh, mine is probably... I like the social network. Yeah, social network's good. Yeah. Does, does Fight Club hold up? Do you think it's one of those things where you go back and be like, oh no, this is like, it's all like, ugh, society, ugh. Like, yeah, too many, maybe, yeah. too many Starbucks. Ugh, yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. I don't know. I really like yeah. Fight Club, but... Uh-huh. Uh, but anyways, since, since we're speaking of directors... You think David Finch would be a perfect choice for a comic book movie? I'd like to see him give one a whirl. Do you, you, know, he'd be, you know what he'd be great at? What's that? Constantine. Yes. Mm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, he's done a lot of good stuff. Gone Girl. Zodiac. There's my favorite. So I didn't like Zodiac. Why not? I don't know. Because you don't really know who it was. <laughs> That's not his fault. <laughs> That's the fact <laughs> that that was never revealed. Yeah. He should have got the Zodiac Killer on as a consultant. <laughs> That's a guy who's... He got out of director's jail. He made Alien 3. And yeah, then, and, then right. ref- and then... That's not his fault, but that's a balls movie. Mm-hmm. But then he made Seven, The Game, yeah. Fight Club. Uh, those are, those are solid. He made Panic Room. Ladies like. and Gentlemen, The Best of George Michael. <laughs> Did he? I don't know. It's listed on his IMDb. Great. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say, look, I'm going to say Zodiac because the tension never breaks in that film and I think all the performances are great. Okay. But also The Game, which I haven't seen since, since it came I out. I liked The Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, David Fincher, Constantine. Yeah. Justice League Dark. Yep. Totally. Completely mm-hmm. agree. Good yeah. one. It's a good one, Mason. Yeah. Uh, Monica also asked, can I be the official sassy black girl of the podcast? We've already got one. You're you're the sassy black girl of the podcast. Oh, sorry, Monica. (laughs) Sorry, you've lost out, mate. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Here's a guy that's nearly made one. I did the finger snaps. Oh, I thought you were testing the mic. (laughs) Uh, George Miller. Yes. Though, was Mad Max an accident? We don't know. (laughs) See, we don't know. (laughs) So give him him one and see what he does with it. uh Yeah, well, he nearly made Justice League. I like how I've spent the first... (laughs) two-thirds of this podcast going, these these directors have a fundamental misunderstanding of comics and they shouldn't be let anywhere near any of this. And then I'm like, give this guy a go. Who cares? Maybe it'll be fine. Just throw, throw $200 million at him. It's fine. It's weird that he's never done one. There's talk that he might do the Superman movie. Okay. I think he'd be a great choice for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he, he kind of spends his... It's weird because he, he'll make like... He made Mad Max and then he sort of made he made one of the Babe movies. He made the second one and he directed the second one. He kind of produced the first one. And then he made Happy Feet. Yep. But then he made Mad Max Fury Road, which <laughs> is like... I'm not, all, most, all these movies are good, uh-huh. but they're very different. And I just don't know... Mm. I, I don't know what he'd do with it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I just, I'd be genuinely curious to see Things what he does. Things seem to be coming back to, like, the early 2000s. Because we've got George Miller on track to direct a DC film, potentially. Yeah. Like, that's peop- that's what people want. We've got Army Hammer. Yeah. Could potentially Who was going to be his Batman, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Hmm. So, no, just give him one. Just see what he does with it. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I, I feel like... Who, he- though? What do you reckon? Superman or something else? Give him Superman, yeah. Because I, I, we've, we've done an episode on his Justice League. Justice it's, League Mortal, yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that... Like, going through that script, there's a lot of things that wouldn't work now. Like, they have Batman kill the villain, like, snap his yeah, neck right, at the uh-huh. end. And they, then I guess that worked its way into Man of Steel. But um, but I think if you gave, you know, with however comic book movies are made, if you gave him a script like that and he tweaked it or whatever and did it in his own way, I think it could be really good. Yeah. Or maybe you give him an edgier one so, so he can now, do whatever he wants. Now, you, you were saying earlier you don't think anyone's ever directed the perfect Superman film. Nah. Do you do you want him to direct this, knowing it may not be the perfect Superman film? If you could, oh, if that's, any, yeah, see, that's okay. what I'm talking about. Like, they will they will keep attempting to make Superman films forever. Yeah. But are you willing to take a punt on George Miller? You know what I mean. Or if you could get anyone to direct a Superman film, who would it be? That's Spielberg. A, nah, 
Actually, I've got Spielberg here. I, I don't think... I like Spielberg, and uh-huh. obviously he is one of the greatest directors of all time, uh-huh. but he hasn't really made a really good movie in like 15 years. <laughs> like, I'm, they're, they're all competent, and yes. they're all fine. Yep. And I'm you sure hear that, Spielberg? <laughs> Your work's competent and fine. You hear that multiple Oscar winner, <laughs> Steven Spielberg? Like, I haven't seen... You hear like- that iconic... <laughs> Film director Steven Spielberg has produced it's some so, of the most amazing, I know, the most iconic I know, films. I know how ridiculous that sounds. I know no, that's that. That's all right. Well, that, that's what podcasts are for, man. <laughs> we're, we're, we're kicking Obviously, against the mainstream. his worst film is better than anything I could ever do. <laughs> like, I know that. But I'm saying, like, who remembers War Horse fondly? Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Was that the sequel to War Horse? Warhorse fondly? <laughs> that's all right. Do you know what I mean? Like, the last one I remember really liking was Minority Report. Like, Munich, yeah. I'm sure it's fine. Like, uh-huh. do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Bridge of Spies, who cares? And also, I think maybe Spielberg would fall into that Brian Singer trap. Yeah. Like, if he'd made one in the 90s, I think people would have been like... If he'd made a, a Superman movie in the 90s, yeah. I think people would, would, would have been blown incredible. people's minds. But yeah. I think now it would be too slow and dated and too earnest. Yeah. I don't know. That's right. Yeah. And maybe Ernest is what you get for a Superman movie. Maybe that's what you want. You get Ernest. You get <laughs> from Ernest goes to camp. He's <laughs> dead, but you get him anyway. Get him back. So I guess George Miller. I don't know. You know what? I'm going to say Danny Boyle because I love him. Yep, get Danny yeah. Boyle to do, a, to do a Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Talk about him in a bit though. Yeah. Uh, loves bloody sunshine. Bloody you know he does. Superman loves sunshine too. That's a great movie, Sunshine, Mason. Oh, I've mentioned it. God. Joe Carnahan nearly did Daredevil. He's uh, like a 70s gritty version of Daredevil. Would have been great. But the, before it went back to Netflix, which turned uh-huh. out pretty well. But uh, he's also doing the remake of The Raid with, um, what's his name? Oh, he's, he's, he's Crossbones, Frank Grillo. All right, okay. Why are they doing that? <laughs> like, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, you, I know. Yeah, that is a, yeah, that is a tough, mm. that is a mountain to climb to, yeah. to do better martial arts than a raid film. Yeah. I mean, that's built around martial artists. I like Frank Grillo. I think he would have made a great The Punisher. Yeah. But... It's, it's just going to be a lot of him shoving people through walls. Yeah, hitting someone with a, like a refrigerated door or whatever. Yeah. yeah. What about the Wachowskis? They nearly did Plastic Man. We talked about Keanu Reeves' Plastic Man. Yep. That's the one they nearly made. Uh-huh. Do you think they would be a good fit for a... Movie? <laughs> Can we talk a movie? <laughs> a movie, certainly. <laughs> Because they're ones, they're guys that haven't made like a arguably a really good movie in since the Matrix. People say Cloud Atlas is a marvel of filmmaking, despite not doing super well. People say Jupiter Ascending makes no sense. I should see that. I haven't seen it yet. What's the one that they? What's the one with Dane DeHaan coming out? Is that one of theirs? No, that's. Uh, I was gonna say Immortal City, Instrument of Bones, but that's a different one. <laughs> it seems like something that should be theirs. No, that's the guy not. who did. Uh, who did bloody Fifth Element? Ah, oh, right. yeah, Luke Besson. Yeah, sure. Okay, of course it is. Yeah, Frencho McFrenchy, yeah, whatever right. his name is. Mm-hmm. So what about the Wachowskis doing it? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe they gave him something ridiculous. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe plastic, a plastic Maybe, man, maybe yeah. Ambush Bug. Right. So maybe... What about a Blue Beetle? Doom Patrol? Yeah, what if okay. they gave him Doom Patrol? Okay, sure, yeah. yeah okay. What if they didn't give them anything? Well, yeah, that'd work too. <laughs> I mean, when I think superheroes, I think maybe like... Fun and colourful and a lot of action. And so I think Speed, Speed Racer, Racer, which was no good in yeah. my opinion. So you, you want something that's more... That movie was full of light and colour and action, but it was so boring. Yeah. So and you... I think that's maybe what they're going to bring to the table. A lot of movement, no no fun. So you want something that's like closer in tone to the Matrix because you kind of you want to work within their strengths. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about J.J. Abrams? 
He nearly did a super. He wrote a Superman movie that never happened. Ah, uh, because he's a very competent director. He is competent. Yeah. Now I'm done with competent. Okay, good. You're yeah. out, Abrams. Yeah. I gotta, we got to wrap this up in like ten minutes. Because okay, good. All right. Uh, we maybe people always say Quentin Tarantino. Yes, give him. I don't know something gritty. James Cameron. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Brian, he'll, he'll singer it. Yeah. What about Edgar Wright? Uh, give him a DC property. See what he does with that. Yeah. Give him like a Blue Beetle. Yeah. Give him a Bug One. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Peter Jackson? No. Good call. Probably. Because it, I don't know. Ep- he he doesn't. What, does, is he suited to doing anything other than a massive epic? Mm. Well, he's not even really suited to that. Well, because <laughs> that. God, we're just kicking. We're just kicking, aren't we? Yeah. I'm a bad bloke. I don't mm-hmm. like it. All right. Well, we got to move on then. Have uh-huh. You got any more? Because you got to get to work, so we got to. Uh, Scoot it along. Oh, yeah, let's scoot it along. All right. It's time for What We Reading. What are we going to read? What time? Read? We're going to speed along. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? Uh, I, I watched the first episode of Legion. And? Uh, we, should really, we should really sync up the shows we watch. Nah. So because every week you're like, I watch this show, and I'm like, I'll watch it next week. And then I come back <laughs> and I'm like, I watched the thing you watched last week. And then what? you're like, it's what great. did you think of it? I yeah. love the imagery. Yep. Uh, it uh, opens up a lot of lot of doors. That being said, yeah. Uh, I hope, and I don't know if I haven't seen watching any of the subsequent episodes yet. I have watched many... two. Yeah, it's, okay. there's been two. It does feel a little bit like Mutant X. Okay, it could sure. go in a Mutant X direction. I don't think so. From a judging from episode two, special yeah. effects are not bad. That being said, unless he develops more powers, yeah. At the end of the first episode, uh, look, spoilers, spoilers for Legion oh, for like the on. next 30 seconds. I haven't seen it. Uh, at the end, he's rescued from his, his certain death. Yeah. And one of the guys who rescues him has the same powers he does. Well, no, he's more throwing rocks and shit. He can throw rocks. Yeah, but he can do more than that. Well, if he, he better be able to do more than that because otherwise... Trouble. Yeah. Well, we don't really know what he can do yet either. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope he's more like the comic book version. Well, I mean, the, I, I, the, the acting's great and I like seeing Aubrey Plaza yeah. and stuff. It's good. In the, in the comic books, one of the abilities that he does have is if somebody's killed nearby to him, yeah. he absorbs their personality. And if they have powers, he can sort of replicate ah, those. Okay, cool. That's where some of his multiple personalities come from. So my assumption here is that he's absorbed Aubrey Plaza's personality. Cause, ah, cause he was, right. So that's not yeah, just a memory of her, that's actually her. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so. Very good. Maybe. Maybe not though. Maybe not though. I saw Train Spotting Two, T Two Train Spotting Two. Yeah, how'd that go? I'm a big fan of the first one. I really enjoyed it. I am. Um, I love those characters, and I like being back in that world. It's not as like grimy and as the first one. Like it's because the first one's all set in like heroin dens and whatever. It's all like you know horrible wallpaper, and there's a little yeah, bit yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. But no, it was. It, it's. I. I really like. I love seeing those characters twenty years on and seeing the consequences of their actions. Like, they've all kind of come back to bite him in the ass. You know what I mean? Cause, yeah, yeah. Like, they kind of flitted away their 20s with heroin and drinking and whatever. And then uh-huh. when you're mid-40s, they're like, shit. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, what am, yeah. I, what am I doing? Yeah. Um, and uh, look, it's better when it's moving forward, like telling the story that it's currently set in. Because there's, there's probably a few too many throwbacks to the original. Right, right, but, right. Um, it's, you know, it's a lot of kind of like, hey, remember, remember this from the first one? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I'd love to see another one. I really liked it. I like these characters. Ewan McGregor's great. They're all great. It's 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 really good. T three, T three baby. Mm-hmm. So nah, big fan. Oh. Uh, I reckon. So you it didn't it didn't disappoint you after? No, not at all. Wow. Yeah, not at all. I that's liked a, it a that's lot. a pretty good feat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, would you see? It's not, it's not as like it's not as good. Would as you the first watch 
Uh, train spotting V Sunshine. <laughs> yes, I would, big time. Dawn of Daytime. Dawn of Daytime. <laughs> it's the train spotting characters. They've made it onto the space station. <laughs> they have to reignite the sun. Yep. Yeah. The, the, the astronauts have gone mad, but it's okay because some of the train spotting characters are still mad. So <laughs> That's true. They live in that world, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving along, Mason. Letters time. Got to do letters real quick. You can put that at double speed. Really, there's no time to put it at double speed. Do you want me to start the letters before the song finishes? Yes. <laughs> I can't. It's too distracting. All right. Got some tweets here. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Love it. Sorry, we're speeding through this, guys. Uh, not my fault though. Obviously. <laughs> uh, do you think uh, this is from uh, Tim Belvins? Do you think collecting comic books for any financial value has ended due to the inception of digital comics? Yes. But. Do you, but I don't think the stuff that they say is the collector's edition and rare is going to be the stuff that's rare. No. It's going to be the shit that people threw away Yeah, that, that's, that's rare. Yeah, see, I, what, what, I, what I think has happened is because everything in this world is collect, like has become quote-unquote collectible now. Everybody's yeah. collected. The reason that Action Comics number one is, you know, you can get $2 million for a, for a mint condition copy is because at the time comic books had no value. They were like the newspaper. You read it, you tore it up, you gave... You stuck pages in your notebook, you gave yeah. it to your friends or whatever, then you threw it away yeah. or your parents threw it away and so now there's like 100 copies left in the world. Mm. Now everything, you know, even all the stuff in the 90s where they printed off a million copies of everything, that none of that's worth everything because everybody bagged and boarded it. Yeah. These days now, even the, even when they only print like 30,000, 50,000 copies or something, everybody's holding it and collecting it and that's boarding right, yeah. it. So it'll be... Hundreds of years before any of that's worth anything. Maybe signed stuff, potentially, depending on sure, who yeah. signs uh-huh. it and who dies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is from Brandon Bills. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. What are your favorite Kurt Russell movies? P.S. You should do an episode on Kurt Russell's career. Yeah, we probably oh. should. Uh, the Thing, for me. Definitely. It's pretty good. I love The Thing. A big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, I knew you'd say that. Yeah, it's You're a well, bloody... Yeah. I'm very predictable. Executive decision. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't think I've seen it. Nice. He's only in it for five minutes, isn't he? No. That's Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Spoiler alert. Five minutes, yeah. Uh-huh. Save the president. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that he's out the... You got a letter? Uh, Danny Higgins would like to know. Uh, he started watching The Americans. Do you enjoy The Americans? I've seen most of the first season. I did, I did like you it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he would li- he got, got him thinking about a Netflix show about the Winter Soldier during the Cold War. Would you watch that? Fuck yes. Yeah. Definitely. That's the thing. Would, would Sebastian Stan be in that? Yes. Would have to be. I, no, I guess he would. I mean, he wouldn't have to do it. Yeah, obviously. it's yeah, true. Yeah. But uh, what about what about some sort of Cold War era Marvel series that occasionally features Winter Soldier? Yeah. So you got like a young Ant Man and yeah. Peggy Carter and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, Agent Carter is you know that's done. Do you yeah. think people would watch that? Or I think. I think they'd be more inclined to watch a Winter Soldier one than a Peggy Carter. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously, because what we had from season one did really well. Yeah, yeah. And then season two, not not as well. Yeah, because I'm because I'm I'm kind of fascinated by that era yeah. of the Marvel universe because obviously, like you know, it sort of kicked off in the '60s, mm. and then you know, all you know, we've had all the we've had all the storylines up until now. Yeah. But basically, they've had to modernize all the characters from the '60s. Mm. So, like you know. Instead of Captain America waking up in you know the sixties and Spider Man getting his powers in the sixties, Captain America woke up ten years ago and Spider Man got his powers ten years ago. Yeah, which means that from the nineteen forties till now, you know, till ten years ago, there's there's this enormous gap and it keeps mm. widening. Yeah, and yeah. so what do you throw in there? Yeah, and Marvel tried every once in a while. They had a thing called the Lost Generation where they threw in some 
sort of sixties characters, and right. et cetera. But I'm I'm always there can't just be an empty space in no. there. So I want to see Marvel fill that in. And there are there are hints of it in the movies. Yeah. Like we know Hank Pym was was doing missions yeah, to yeah. the US government. You know, uh-huh. we know Stark was building stuff in Peggy Carter. And we know that the the um Captain America's crew, what are they called? The bloody um Oh the the bloody Howling Commandos? Yeah, that we know they were still in operation yeah, right. for a long time. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff you could kind of you could you could do yeah. them. I think it's not a thing for ABC though. No, it's like a, it's a Netflix thing. Yeah, yeah. it's it, like it's obviously been proven again and again that that's where you put. Your maybe like an shows. anthology series, like maybe half a dozen of them. Yeah. And each one features a different. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or maybe some sort of like Cold War, like maybe sort of in the style of Shield, maybe some sort of Cold War agency who are trying to deal with all this stuff happening. Right. And so we get hints of the Winter Soldier, we get hints of the Howling Commanders, yeah, etc. Totally. Who knows? Sounds good. Who does know? Nobody knows. Nobody, nobody knows. That's the show for this week, Mason. We did it. Uh, if you're on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. That's a thing, isn't <laughs> Is it? Is that a thing? Yeah, probably. Great. Or a comment. Nice. Or a subscribe. Ah, oh, give us a subscribe. Or a, a subscribe. notification. Give us a googs. <laughs> if you listen to this and you don't know who we are, give us a googs <laughs> and find out who we are on the goog machine. <laughs> the old goog box. Anyway, so our Weekly Planet Pod at Facebook and Gmail and Twitter. Yep. I'm really speeding through this. And Bandcamp. Yep. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies. Thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our themes. Every week. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Uh, we've got an Amazon affiliate link in the episode description. So if you want to click on that and buy, say, Batman 1989 on uh, on Blu-ray 4K. Please do. Let's do that. Uh, what else? We've got some t-shirts on tpublic.com. Yep. Thank you everybody who sends in bloody uh, art and, and and all sorts of stuff. We should also mention this. Anyway, since it's a tweet. Yeah, man. Yeah. There's some tickets left for our live show thing that we're podcast launch. Thing. Yes. Uh, but they're not for the drinks. It's just for just the show for the panel, themselves. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to pop by and say hi. Yeah, I think... There's some still left. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from, but there's not many. Look, if even if you just even if you just buy a ticket to that one, we'll still say hi. Yeah, so. maybe. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's that's. I'll stand by the stage door and bloody <laughs> give you a bloody thumbs up, mate. Yeah, give just you a thumbs give up. You a, give yeah. you a right, up man. We also got that everyday hero link for Movember. Yes, man. Uh, that so there's prizes to be won and Q and A's to be seen. You know, also it. it looks like we're also going to be making a short video for that to say like thank you that we're in. Just oh, like great, cool. Thanks, guys. Love it. You'll get a good glimpse at us. Mm. Yeah, you'll see how how much shockingly how shockingly grey my hair is for a man my age. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so grey. <laughs> oh, add that to if anybody's making some art. If you want to, I guess I guess your avatar is grey anyway. So yeah, that's right. It's, it's, that's very, right. it's shockingly accurate. <laughs> uh, anything else? No, that'll do it. I think. All right. Well, we'll, All right. S- we'll be seeing you guys next week. Grab that gem, you guys. See you later, boy. Bye. I'm going to work. I'm going to work. I'm not going to work. You son of a bitch. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 